Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Abandonment to Divine Providence by Jean-Pierre de Caussade, Book 2, Chapter 2, Section 5, The Common Way of All Souls. The soul that aims at union with God should value all the operations of his grace, but should attach itself only to that of the present moment. It is by union with the will of God that we enjoy and possess him. And it is an illusion to endeavor to obtain this divine enjoyment by any other means. Union with the will of God is the universal means. It does not act by one method only. But all methods and all ways are, by its virtue, sanctified. The divine will unites God to our souls in many different ways. And that which suits us is always best for us. All ways should be esteemed and loved because in each we should behold that which is ordained by God, accommodating itself to each individual soul and selecting the most suitable method of effecting by it the divine union. The duty of the soul is to submit to this choice and to make none for itself. And this without dispensing itself from esteeming and loving this adorable will in its work in others. For instance, if this divine will should prevent me saying vocal prayers, having sensible devotion, or receiving lights on mysteries, I should still love and esteem the silence and barrenness induced by the sight of the faith of others. While for myself, I should make use of the present moment, and by it, should become united to God. I should not, as the quietists do, reduce all religion to personal inaction, despising all other means. Because what makes perfection is obedience to the law of God which always renders the means it applies suitable to the soul. No, I should not admit of obstacles or bounds to the will of God. Neither should I take anything in place of it, but should welcome it in whatever way it was made manifest to me, and should revere it in whatever way it was pleased to unite itself to others. Thus, all ordinary souls have but one common way in which each is distinct and different in order to form the variety of the mystical robe of the church. All these souls mutually approve of and esteem each other, and all say we are going to the same goal by different paths, and all are united in the same way and by the same means in the ordinance of God which is so different in each. It is in this sense that we must read the lives of the saints and other spiritual books without ever making a change and forsaking our own path.
For this reason, it is necessary that we should neither read spiritual books nor hold spiritual conversation unless God so will. For if he makes it the duty of the present moment, the soul, far from making any change, will be strengthened in its way, either by what it finds in conformity with its own method, or even by that in which it differs. But if the will of God does not make this reading or spiritual intercourse a present duty, it will cause nothing but trouble and a confusion of ideas, and a succession of changes will ensue, because without the concurrence of God's will, there cannot be order in anything. Since when, therefore, have we busied ourselves with the pains and anxieties of our souls, which have nothing to do with our present duty? When will God be all in all to us? Let creatures act according to their nature, but let nothing hinder us. Let us go beyond all created things and live entirely for God. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God are guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here. Ever this day be at our side to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, apostle of Rome, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Why does Father de Cossade speak of the church as a mystical robe? Well, mystical means hidden. And the robe is connected to our Lord's clothing. When he died, they did not part with his robe. They couldn't divide it up. It was without seams. And they, so they cast lots for whom it would, it would go to. The robe is made up of many different strands. And Father de Cossade is saying to us that the church, this mystical robe, this covering of Jesus, this thing that's connected to Jesus, this piece of material that our Lord did miracles through, this mystical robe, Mystical because Christ's activity is hidden and active through it. Like when he healed the woman of the flow of blood because she touched the fringe of his robe and the power flowed out of his body into the robe, into her. This mystical robe of the church, this outward covering underneath Christ is present, is made up of all these different strands. And Philippe de Cossade is saying that each one of us is a different strand. Each of us has a unique, distinct way of glorifying God. Each of us is the same in the sense that we 
glorify God by doing his will. Each of us has the same path insofar as the one path to union with God is obedience to the law of God and the fulfilling of his will. We are all one in that. But he says something very surprising. We go to the same goal by different paths. And it's different in each. There are, in this sense, as many paths to God as there are people. And what makes this robe so beautiful is that each one of us contributes something. Each of us is a slightly different shade. There's a great variety. And this robe is spectacular because of how God arranges it. This is not relativism. This is not saying, oh, it doesn't matter how you live. There are all these paths to God. No, the path to God is one, doing his will. So how is it varied? How is it different in each of us? Because precisely what the will of God is, in my case, in your case, is slightly different. We each have our own path. And when we read the lives of the saints, we should be encouraged. Encouraged to follow our path, just as the saints followed their path. And in the end, we are one insofar as we live for God. But we cannot live for God if we aren't doing his will. It's hard to do his will, isn't it? Because we forget about him. The devil sneaks up on us. Temptations arise. All these things we know won't help us. All these things we know are not the will of God suddenly creep up on us. And oftentimes we're taken off guard. And this is also why we need the saints. Because the saints were human beings just like you and I are. They had weaknesses. They had flaws. They had imperfect backgrounds. But the grace of the Holy Spirit won out in them. And as they followed their path, why can't we do the same? In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen.